Well, hello, hello. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to Optimizing Your Financial World. And boy, is it great to have you guys back here as we're moving in deeper to Season 2. Mark Wade, President of Echelon Family Office, going to be joining me in just a moment. I am Ryan Ruff, your host and moderator. But boy, boy, is it good to be back with you again today. We have a great conversation teed up for you guys today surrounding the idea of this wall, this proverbial wall around your wealth. We're diving in today to the importance of asset protection. So let me frame it up for you guys before we bring Mark on and get right into the conversation. Look, being wealthy, being successful is so great in so many ways. We know this, but it can put a proverbial target on your back for some frivolous lawsuits down the line. So asset protection planning can really do a great job of helping to better safeguard your wealth, to build that proverbial wall around your wealth. So with that in mind today, that is what we're going to be exploring, some of those foundational asset protection strategies that you might want to be considering for yourself. So with that, let's go ahead and bring Mark on and get right into it. Mark, good to see you today. How are we doing? Hello, Ryan. How are you? I'm well. Can't complain, Mark. Always a good time when we get to hang out and dive into another topic together. We got a good awesome. one today, don't we? Yeah, we got a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. You know, asset protection is one of my favorite con uh, uh, topics to talk about. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So let's start high level like we typically do, and then we'll get into the weeds. Mark, this idea of, you know, the concept of asset protection planning, what is it? Who needs it? Uh, sure, Ryan. You know, if you're highly successful or, or, or tremendously successful, you know, that success you really can make you a, a target for lawsuits, you know, and oftentimes the frivolous and unfounded ones that can come out of nowhere and, and wreak tremendous havoc on your financial health and, and family stability. So, you know, that means you've got to take special care. You've got to take steps to protect the assets you've worked so hard to build from being unjustly taken. You know, and asset protection planning, as we define it, <clears throat> is the pre-litigation planning. It's the before somebody sues you planning, you know, that is designed to deter the lawsuit from even happening, if possible. Okay, and if not, to encourage settlements that are, are favorable, you know, to you, the client. And, and you know, Ryan, the logic behind asset protection planning, you know, really is to build a wall around your wealth. You know, a, you know, the kind of wall that's as difficult as legally possible, you know, for litigators, i.e. attorneys and creditors and others, you know, to, to get through or to get over, you know, instead of trying to, you know, to fight it out in court for months or years and, and uh, with the risk of losing, you know, the litigant or the, you know, the opposing attorney sees that the only reasonable option, you know, from a legal standpoint might be to settle for pennies on a dollar or ideally, you know, to just leave empty handed and not institute a lawsuit at all. So yeah, Mark, I want to go back and I want to underline and really highlight something that you just said, because I think it's worth really bottom lining it here for our audience. And that is that asset protection is really about sending that message that an unfounded lawsuit is likely to fail in the first place. Am I correct in saying that? Ryan, that's absolutely correct. You know, sometimes people assume that asset protection is about hiding money from the world, but that's not it at all. You know, it's quite the opposite. What you want is is you want anyone who might come after your assets, you know, you know, again, frivolously or unjustly, you know, to clearly see that what you've done to build a wall around your wealth is going to prevent them from doing that. You know, that shows them that you know it's going to be a difficult path for them to take to get at your wealth, which hopefully will cause them to either settle, negotiate, or throw their hands up in the air and walk away, which is which is the desired result. 
Sure thing. Sure thing. I figured we should bottom line that before we get even deeper into the weeds here, Mark. But Mark, in your conversations, you know, with your clients or maybe prospects, anybody out there that's successful in the world, do you find that most successful people recognize a true need for asset protection and planning in the first place? And, and they're taking those proper steps to build that wall around their wealth? Yes, Ryan, absolutely. You know, it's, it's kind of a good news, bad news situation. The good news is that, you know, these unjust threats, you know, from, from people, from individuals or from other entities, you know, they are on most successful people's radars you know, screen. They are concerned about it. You know, for example, most successful business owners in our experience, you know, they say that they're really concerned about becoming the object of a lawsuit or being victimized, for example, in, in, in terrible divorce proceedings. But Ryan, the bad news is that we see far fewer successful business owners and others actually have a formal asset protection plan in place. You know, given the risks that are, you know, in our, our culture today, these, these litigious risks, you know, it's, it's concerning that, you know, the awareness for the need of an asset protection strategy, a cohesive asset protection strategy to protect your individual and corporate assets, your business assets, okay, uh, are that, you know, it hasn't led to the implementation of these strategies in enough cases. Too many people are naked with regard to proper protection. They haven't built that wall. Interesting. Interesting. So, I mean, they recognize the need. It's just that the steps aren't really being taken. So more action really needs to be taken. It sounds like on most instances from those highly successful people out there, but Mark, you know, most of the reasoning probably behind people not taking the, those steps is that they don't know where to begin. So how would you say that successful people should start this process of getting an asset protection plan in place? Well, great question. You know, so, you know, if you're, if you're among the, you know, the many successful people out there who lack a proper asset protection plan, you know, consider, consider a few basic and key actions, you know, right up front, you know, and, and you should also consider, you know, these actions if you've got an existing plan in place and are curious whether or not it's as strong as it needs to be. And, and of those things, the first thing, you know, the first step that I would suggest is to get protected before a claim you know, is made against you. You know, you can do a lot to protect your wealth before the liability arises. And and thanks to a concept known as fraudulent conveyance, very little can be done after the fact. So any of the asset protection strategies really have to happen prior to a claim being made because there's not much you can do afterwards, but try and limit the damage. So like, you know, as with insurance, the time to have an asset protection plan in place is well before you need it, you know, mm -hmm. or even if you think you might need it in the future, it's, it's best to have it in place already. Sure, sure. So let's get into the weeds here a little bit. What does a good asset mm -hmm. protection plan entail and, and what do you find that it should really be addressing? Well, you know, Ryan, it, it does all begin, you know, with the human element. You need to know what this, what the client's goals and ambitions and concerns are because the specifics are going to depend on the personal situation and needs, of course. Uh, but certainly you want to make sure you're covering the basics from the very start. You know, evaluate your liability insurance and other related policies and maximize them as best you can. Maybe the fastest, easiest, and cheapest way, you know, to, 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 to mitigate uh, uh, risks is through a large umbrella policy to safeguard your assets. Another simple but powerful strategy 
that we see used often can be to place your assets in someone else's name, such as your spouse's. Now, if you're sued, those spouse-controlled assets are often untouchable. Of course, be sure you have a great deal of trust in your spouse and your marriage before transferring ownership assets to he to you know to him or her. Uh, you know, in a divorce, your spouse could potentially walk away with those assets, or you could be forced to fight for them you know, at least as hard as you you know you might fight a creditor who is trying to get them from you. Roger that. So a few good foundational strategies there, Mark. But maybe once those are in place, what would you say are some maybe next level strategies that pop up to you? Okay, so once you have considered and effectively instituted the simple and mechanical things that are available to you to begin to mitigate risk, uh, you know, you could think of Maybe off the top of my head, you can think about, you know, appropriate utilization of of, of risk through the transfer of uh, of, of property, uh, you know, uh, casualty insurance, uh, homeowners, auto rental, personal excess liability, umbrella, etc. Make sure your health, disability, life, long term care, director's liability, and professional liability coverages are all up to snuff. Make sure they're going to do what you're going to need them to do in the future. Uh, you can use the state law exemptions effectively, for example, you know, the homestead exemption, you know, the exemption for a cash value life insurance policy, retirement plans, annuities. Uh, you could you could also consider various forms of ownership that will put assets beyond the reach of a creditor or make those assets less desirable for creditors. Uh, you can examine restructuring your current business. You could discuss gifting some assets uh, uh, when there are no current creditor issues in order to lessen the likelihood of, you know, raising a fraudulent transfer later after the fact. Uh, you could also look into advanced protection strategies that are commonly used by people, you know, you know with extreme wealth, such as uh, equity stripping or closely held insurance companies. Uh, these strategies, you know, they may be more than you need, but it's good to know that they exist and whether they might be a good fit for you. Uh, and if there's a lot of risk attached to what you are doing as a business owner, you know, the more your industry company or competitors have gotten hit with lawsuits, then advanced asset protection strategies uh, may actually become more applicable in those cases. So, you know, you know, structuring any expected gifts and or inheritances to protect them from the claims of, of creditors is also a very big thing. All right. I love that Mark. And so Mark, I mean, the bottom line here is it's got to be done beforehand. It's got to be done before litigation, before any sort of claim comes up. But Mark, how do you, how would you say going back to that conversation mm -hmm. that we've had so many times on this show of making sure you work with the right professional on these things, how would you say that you're, you should tap into the right expertise needed to evaluate your needs and eval and then perhaps implement some of those strategies that you just mentioned uh, in terms of these asset protection solutions? So. That is a great question. You know, it's really valuable to work with a team uh, and so that these people have been vetted already. But let me start by giving you an analogy. If you, for an unfor you know, unfortunately, would need heart surgery immediately, it's, it's a, dire, a dire need. Would you want the guy that does it once a week or the guy that does two or three a day and has been doing it for 20 years or more? You want the experienced person where that's their area of expertise. So, you know, you want to be sure that your attorney or other professional are really qualified and experienced, you know, to help you protect your assets. And this is an area that, 
you know, is very specialized and complex. And some financial professionals who are highly skilled, you know, in other areas aren't always in a position to provide guidance, you know, when it comes to the implementation of many asset protection solutions. So, you know, assess the asset protection expertise among your professionals. You want to make sure you're going to work with or get referred to qualified trust and estates attorneys, qualified patent attorneys, qualified people who are experts in those specific areas. You know, so the expertise they possess themselves or the resources that they have access, you know, to uh, their in their professional network of and, and of other experts is top shelf, proven and time tested. Oh, I love that. Such a good point there, Mark. I mean, I, you know, I, and I love the medical example there. I mean, anybody can recognize the need to work with a, you know, the surgeon that's doing it two to three times a day, as opposed to, like you said, the guy that's doing it once a week, but and been doing it for a while. Right, right, exactly. You know, you want the seasoned veteran uh, when it comes, you know, when it comes to asset protection, that's for sure. So I have, Mark- I have, I have nothing against people who just come out of medical school, I just don't want them operating on me today. <laughs> fair point, fair point. Uh, well, Mark, you know, as we're bringing our conversation to head here, we've covered some asset protection strategies, the foundational ones, some deeper level ones. We've talked about the steps that people can be taking. Um, but let's talk about maybe some of the mistakes here that you might see. You know, what are some of those mistakes in terms of asset protection that people should be on the lookout for that make sure they want to avoid? Well, look, there's no doubt about it. Some asset protection strategies require a deep familiarity with and, you know, and, and, and a very strong understanding of how they work in order to set them up and execute them effectively, you know, because if you poorly structure these things, asset protection strategies, you know, are not going to have any teeth, right? They're not going to be effective when you need them most and the assets won't be nearly as safe as other people assume. So one mistake that you could see is overlooking the need to protect the business owners on both the professional side and the personal side, you know, and let's, let's take real estate developers, for example, you know, they commonly place, you know, you know, each of their development projects in a separate, you know, limited liability company. Each one of their projects is its own separate entity. You know, that way, if one project occurs a lawsuit, the others are protected and can't be included in that lawsuit, or at least not much chance of being attached through that lawsuit. You know, and, you know, the problem there, when you use the multiple LLC strategy, which can be very effective if used properly, you know, is that, you know, those LLCs are, you know, are many times set up so the developers own them directly. Well, how silly is that? What's the difference if I own the property or the LLC the property sits in? They're going to try and get it anyway. So, you know, if you get it with a personal lawsuit, they're, you know, if, you know, let's say they're involved in a, uh, a DUI accident or their child smashes a car into a school bus, you know, all those assets in the LLCs could be tied up and grabbed, you know, and grabbed in a lawsuit. But, you know, most likely they're going to be tied up in a lawsuit for a long time. You know, so ultimately... You, you can't necessarily stop someone from suing you, but you can take steps to make you a less attractive person to sue. You know, it'll make it harder for litigants to collect money from you unjustly and maybe even prevent those litigants from coming after you at all if you have done the proper work beforehand, before the incident occurs. And right there, that is the ticket. Well said, Mark. Uh, and Mark, for anybody out there in our audience that's, you know, this conversation might be resonating with them today. And let's say they're interested in talking to you and your team about asset protection, maybe their current plan, or maybe, hey, maybe they're recognizing the need that they need to get one in place right now. Uh, what would you say is the best way they could reach out to you and your team just to open up a conversation on that front? 
hey, Ryan, it's not uncommon nowadays that people want to, you know, examine you on the web first. They want to see who you are, you know, on the web before they make contact with you. So feel free to visit us on the web, www.echelonoffice, E-C-H-E-L-O-N, the word office.com, or you can call directly in. Our, our number is 888-892-9882. Or if you're so inclined, feel free to email me directly. My email address is mwade at echelon wealth, E-C-H-E-L-O-N, the word wealth.com. All right. Fantastic. Well, Mark, look, I appreciate you carving some time out of your busy day to be with us and dive into this idea of asset protection. And you've got some clients to take care of, so we'll let you get back to doing that. But I appreciate your time and looking forward to the next one. Thanks so much, Ryan. Looking forward to next time. Alrighty, fantastic. And hey, look, before we go, we want to say one final thank you to our audience. We appreciate you guys for being with us, being a part of the conversation today. If you took anything away from this discussion on asset protection, and maybe you're recognizing the need for that wall around your wealth, well, do us a favor, subscribe to the show on whichever platform you checked us out on. And then of course, share any of this information with friends, family, business owners, anybody that you think would benefit from these types of conversations because they're meant for you. You know, we're taking the strategies, solutions, we're bringing them right to you here on this show. And boy, do we have some good topics queued up for some future episodes that we would hate to have you guys miss out on. So be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any future conversation surrounding a given wealth management topic between Mark and myself. So for Mark, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you guys once more for joining us here on today's installment of Optimizing Your Financial World.